The mountains are calling. Let's escape the noise. This is episode 51 of the Just Trek podcast. Welcome to the Just Trek podcast, where elevation is our recreation. This is your host, Justin Just Rock Ramon, coming to you from Los Angeles. On this show, you will hear stories and adventures from inspirational hikers, explorers, weekend warriors, to even creatives in the LA community and beyond. Join the Just Trek crew on our journey to True North. We aim to inspire, motivate, and elevate you to a higher state of well-being. You can follow us on Instagram at just.trek, facebook.com slash justtrekofficial, and our website justtrek.net. Just Trek crew, what it do? This is your host, Just Rock. On this episode, my special guest goes by the name Cisco, aka Hiker Fighter, aka Behind the Sherpa. He is a SoCal based trekker, outdoor adventurer, rock climber, peak bagger, ultra trail runner, and mountaineer. We chat about the backstory behind his mysterious face mask, how an unnamed peak in San Bernardino sparked his outdoor journey, his top three mountains in California tips and advice for long day hikes and peak baggers, honoring life and death in the San Gabriel Mountains and Eastern Sierras, hiking to fight depression, his ultimate trail angel, mental health in the outdoors, mountaineering Mount Baldy, and the one outdoor experience he would relive all over again. Here's our conversation. I hope you enjoy. Big news, Just Trek listeners. We have officially launched a Just Trek Patreon page as an opportunity for you to help support us financially so that we can keep producing more awesome content for you and the community. Patreon is a membership platform that connects content creators such as myself to our fans and supporters. So I invite you to become a Just Trek patron by going on patreon.com slash just trek, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash just trek, j-u-s-t-t-r-e-k. Take a look and select a membership tier that you're comfortable with. Each tier comes with awesome rewards, such as exclusive patron-only content, access to my unreleased Trek Talk series, hologram stickers, pin and sticker bundles, shout out on an upcoming episode, special merch promo code, trip planning services, and more. I truly believe in the Just Trek podcast, and your financial support will play an important role in elevating the Just Trek movement to new summits more incredible guests, more inspirational stories, tips and advice, key learnings, life lessons for you all to take on the journey. Thank you for your continued support and make sure to go on patreon.com slash just trek to support your fellow podcaster and outdoor content creator. I appreciate you so much and now let's keep elevating together. Before we jump into the conversation, I want to let you know that the Just Trek merch store is officially live right now. If you would like to support my podcast journey and represent Just Trek on your adventures, please make sure to check out justtrek.net slash shop. That is J-U-S-T-T-R-E-K dot N-E-T slash shop. We currently have new merch available for purchase. I appreciate you all so much, and now let's get back to the show. 
What is going on everyone? We have a very special guest next to me and this is a very exciting moment because this will be my first ever podcast recording in person with someone out in mother nature. We're out here in Kennethon State Park and we're here next to Gwenmore Lake and this overall park is just a gem. You got the lakes over here, you got there's a man-made river stream back there, another notable landmark is the Martin Luther King Memorial and there's also just trails for hiking and trail running and there's also a Japanese Zen garden and if you're not too familiar with the park it's located in the Baldwin Hills Mountains so very close to Culver City and also LAX Airport and if you haven't been here before I highly recommend you check it out it is a gem it's very underrated but to bring it back to my guest right next to me he is quite the epic individual <laughs> and outdoor adventurer he goes by the name Cisco but I like to call him Cisco Inferno <laughs> AKA hiker fighter, AKA behind the Sherpa, AKA probably other names I'm gonna come up with <laughs> at some point because he's just an epic person in general. So Cisco is a SoCal hiker, peak bagger, mountaineer, ultra trail runner, and he's just next level. And it's just really exciting to have you here, man, because you know, this is my first video podcast ever, right? Yes. And as you can see, we got the beautiful lake behind us. So beautiful out here. And like, what do you think of the views here? This is your first time, yeah? Yeah, first time here. I love it. It's nice, peaceful. You know, this is what it's all about, being out here in nature and just being calm, relaxing, mm -hmm. therapeutic. So I'm glad to be able to be your first one to do this. So thank you so much. My man. Thank you. And why are you rocking the mask? <laughs> why are you wearing the face mask? Let the people know. I guess, you know, when it started, for me, it was just uh, my own thing. Like uh, when I first started the hike, a friend of mine told me, hey, bring a face mask. It's going to be windy up there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what to, to wear. And I just found my Halloween mask that I, that I, that I use for Halloween. And I decided just to, um, to take it. And, he, and then I wore it. And he told me, oh, that's pretty cool that you wore that. I was like, you should keep that. You should do that. should be like your little thing, you know, as, you're hike, as hiking the mountains. Mm -hmm. Be different. Be discreet. And I was like. Yeah, you know, why not just do that, have fun with it, and just and be very a uh, mysterious kind of guy, which I, I guess I am. You know, so, so yeah, mysterioso. This, yeah, mysterioso. Sure. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm so. dying right now because like the teeth are moving. In the mask. But so be, yeah, let, let's bring it down. Yeah, so this is what I look like. So it's like this is what friends, it looks like, guys. So my friends that already hike with me know how I look like. So for for those who don't know how I look like, you know, you know, this you is go. the face revealing like that. So oh, I and I gotta tell you. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Trek Podcast, my brother. Thank you. Officially. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Of course. Do you remember how we first met? The first time it was has to be when we did the group your the first your group hike that you did. Well, your group hiked the Just Trek when you did this uh, sandstone peak. Oh no, you yeah. forgot the sun, sunset, right? There we go. The sunset one. Sunset, sunset peak in the San Gabriel Sandy, Mountains. San Gabriel Mountains, yeah. For Jaguar hikes, was it Jaguar hikes birthday? Oh, it was his birthday. Yeah, it was his birthday. Um, uh, for Sal's birthday, uh, it was his first time meeting him as well. So it's pretty, that was fun with meeting everyone. Yeah. Um, I usually um, don't really go as much as group hikes. I'm very like an introvert, like just to be to myself. I like just, just small, close hiking friends, close groups. I don't like to be like in group hikes, but it's very rare. But I like to make sometimes special occasions to sure. be involved in the hiking community. Like, hey, like I'm I'm here. Like I like the, what you guys are doing, supporting, mm -hmm. doing all the cleanups and the trash cleanups and everything so i like to show my support like that so it was a good uh moment to meet a lot of hikers out there yeah i noticed like when cisco shows up to your group hike 
that means he really wants to be there and that you really do support that org or hiking group or organization. I did notice that about you. You're very intentional about what you attend. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like it has like I like when it's something very special, meaningful, like for group hikes are doing it, and I I want to come and support it because I know um, for myself personally, like I like to do my part, you know, pick up after you know your trash, um, making sure you bring what you, um, you brought, all your stuff. So it's like very important for that, um, respecting the mountain. That's mm-hmm. the one thing to me that I like a lot. So. Yeah, I think it's just so important. Oh, your point that as we get deeper into our hiking or outdoor journey that we become stewards of the land, right? Explore yes. and take care of the land that we hike, that we trek. Because I remember for myself, you know, I didn't really care too much about mother nature, but when I became a hiker, then I had a relationship with the mountains, with the trails, you know, with the parks. And then I started caring, but it wasn't until like I had hiking that I had that like direct connect- connection to mother nature. Yes. So I feel you on that. Yes, exactly. And you know, what was special about meeting you at Sunset Peak was you introduced yourself to me. Yes. And it was because you were a, a Just Right podcast listener and you were just a curious individual about like my process with the podcast. And then you also expressed interest of being on the show one day. Yes, yes. And look at us right now. Yeah, we're we're here. right here, and, right now, and making I, it happen. And I thank you so much because like um, for me, my personal goals, you know, I have like a bucket list that mm-hmm. I want to do. Um, you know, it's pretty much what you want to do before you die. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's one of my bucket lists was to do a podcast. And I never knew when I was going to do a podcast. I don't know what kind of show I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And when I saw you were doing into you were doing the podcast, this was an opportunity for me to do that kind of uh, podcast. So I thank you for letting me, you know, join your podcast. So thank you so much. Oh, man, dude, it's an <laughs> honor to have you, man. No, no, it, it's an honor for me because you're and like... There we go. <laughs> it's an honor for both of us. Yes, thank you so much. So check it out. I know we don't see each other too often, but I got to say, Cisco, that... Some of my fondest memories just throughout this whole hiking journey, this whole outdoor transformation that I've been on the past five years includes you. And I'll never forget, like, this is more of an off-trail moment, but I'll never forget during the We Explore Earth movie night when we sang karaoke, <laughs> Linkin Park, Link- in the end. In the end. <laughs> you chose the song, and yes. I was like, oh, you really want to do this? You're surprised. They're like, oh, okay. old school. And you were like, yo, do it with me. And I was Let's like, do it. Uh, I need, like, someone else to sing the, you know, the, the verse song, and I sing the chorus. Yes, and yeah. I was just like, and you're surprised. I was like, <laughs> I, that's, Linkin Park is one of my number one favorite band to listen to. And whenever I turn my hiking amount, I listen to that band all the albums i love that band so much so it's like um so i had to choose that song and i just oh it's the most epic song yeah growing up you know as a teenager so it's uh one of my favorite songs so i'm glad that we were to do that and i was really like excited because uh uh i never i never did like a karaoke like that i could do it and we did we killed it i think we killed it no so i'm filipino and supposedly i'm supposed to be karaokeing all the time (laughs) I don't really, oh, you, you know. Don't? Oh. So I got really nervous when you asked me, and I was like, well, "Okay, I, well, I gotta just live up to my heritage." <laughs> I was nervous too, but I, luckily I was really high, so the anxiety <laughs> was away from it. Went away, so I was just like, "I was really chill." But I am really nervous. I really don't do karaoke, so I just think sing in my car. I'm pretty sure everyone yeah, yeah, sings yeah. in their car, just singing. But when you're out in front of people, it's like it's different. You know, it's scary. But uh, I was really high and I was chill. Like, oh, you know, just let loose and just do it. So you cool. let loose, man. You were singing slash screaming, screaming everything. The I was rapping the lyrics, and we we put on a show for the for the We Explore Earth tribe. Let's just say <laughs> we gotta do we gotta do it again. I would like to do that again. Someday. Yeah, I I keep joking on social media like whenever they host more of these movie nights. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, next time we go, part two, Lincoln Park, <laughs> part two. in the end by Cisco. 
and just track or just rock, just rock. and uh, it'll be an encore performance. Yes, definitely. So even just from that memory with you, like that was just such a memorable off-trail moment that was like forever embedded in my memory. And then you made a dream of mine come true, which was guiding me and leading me up to Mount Baldy for my 15th summit via the Mountaineers route as a winter ascent at the top of the year. And for that, I can never forget it, dude. Like I'm forever grateful for you. And that's another forever memory that I'll always cherish that you made happen. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. You're welcome. And, I, and that's what um, I like to do with other, other hikers. I like, that's why um, I guess, you know, behind the Sherpa, I guess I like, you know, meaning like behind the name is it's like a lot of friends tell me I'm like a Sherpa, always helping my hiking friends lead a, a mountain they never done, yes. uh, making sure they're safe. Uh, I'm the one going to make sure that we're going to make it to the summit, prepare everyone, you know, what to bring and everything. And it's a good feeling helping another hiker friend mm -hmm. do something they never done, you know, push themselves to the next level, push themselves, challenge themselves. And I like to see them. I guess struggle, you know, what they're doing, the pain, <laughs> sure. because yeah, I know yeah. exactly what I've been through. Yeah. But it's a beautiful uh, feeling to see that how what they're able to do and make it to the summit. It's like a, it's a special um, a memory, mm -hmm. experience to do. So that's what I like to do with friends. So. Elevation is definitely your recreation. <laughs> yes, it is. There's something special about elevating others up to the peaks and summits that we've been to before so that they can experience the mountain bliss, they can experience the views and just like the majesty of like that mountain, right? Yes. There's yes. just something so magical about bringing others up. It's very like fulfilling, very rewarding. Yes, very rewarding. And I like that feeling, um, especially when you're giving your all and everything, pushing yourself and just watching you doing every you know step. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, encourage you, come on, Justin, you can do this, come on. And I'm making sure you're okay, everything's mm -hmm. good. We're taking it easy, nice and slow, and make you feel safe and comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's all about that. Safety is the number one priority, like making sure we hike together, we summit together, and we're down together, you know, so we make sure everything's good. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah, you <laughs> should make a t-shirt. Yeah, because from my personal experience, um, I've had friends that, um, you know, they get that summit fever, unfortunately, mm -hmm. and then they, when it's bad condition, something happens, not safe. Yeah. They want to keep going, and I tell them, no, we have to. Keep. And I've been, I've had arguments with friends, like, no, we have to get down, and they don't listen. Like, they just want to get to the summit, and I get it, you know, they want to get to the summit and, and do it. But sometimes, you know, Mother Nature has other plans, and you have to like respect it. That's why we said to friends, you got to respect the mountains, no matter what. You might be prepared, you might be the strongest person, but something can always happen. So, another reason you have to turn around if something, you can do it. So. And this is why you're a very good guide. You hear yeah. that, guys? Do not have summit fever. Yeah. And if you don't know what that means, it's the obsession of reaching the top of the mountain, no matter what the cost, and ignoring all the danger thresholds and how your body feels. So it's a really important concept to internalize. And the best guides out there truly understand that and yeah. express that to their fellow hikers because shit's real out there. It's, it's life real. or death. And life if you don't turn death. around a lot of times, you might get hospitalized or you might die. Yeah, like real talk. And from my experience, like just meaning speaking of death, I have lost three friends of mine. You know, hiking friends that I've known. Technically, I can say four other, another person too, but three of them was Lisa. She's an OG on 52 Kite Challenge um, that I used to, mm -hmm. used to hike together. Another one, Michael. Um, he's another hiker that uh, he's an OG, and just recently was a Nemo, and it's been a year. So from my experience, you know, I have that, exactly. you know, so. 
unfortunate. But. My condolences, man. Thank you. Thank you. I know we're going to get into some of these, uh, these special individuals. Yeah. So before we get into a bunch of topics with you and all your outdoor adventures, you know, I want to learn more about your outdoor journey and dig deeper into that. Okay. So I want you to take us all the way back. What was your first hiking memory? The first hiking, okay. I would say, because uh, back, I guess I was doing small little hikes. Like, I thought like Mount, have you been, have you hiked Mount Riverdokes in Riverside? No, where's that? Okay, it's so actually, cross. where are you from originally? Originally from, I was born in Pico Rivera okay. in LA. And then when I was like 10, we moved to San Bernardino. So now I'm like just, I guess you could say I've grown living in San Bernardino. Okay, in gotcha. Area mountain. So um, I'm in San Bernardino, but um, I, I usually just do little small hikes, maybe like you know. But usually, I, I would do Mount Riverdokes as a hike. Riverdokes. 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 Yeah, Mount Riverdokes in Riverside. Um, and when my friend told me let's go on a hike, I mentioned that hike. He told me, no, that's not a hike. I'll take you on a real hike. I was just like, <laughs> okay. I was like, sure, take me. And he just took me one of those like, uh, like unnamed like mount like hill uphill like, uh, mountains, and I was struggling really bad. It was like round trip four miles and the elevation gain was like about 2000 elevation gain okay four miles and oh wow four miles it's a short little steep very steep hill under 2000 elevation gain it, so going up two miles you hit 2000 yeah elevation gain. it was a thousand elevation gain per mile oh god so it was very very difficult and i was like really struggling bad i mean i was luckily i was kind of still like in shape but um my friend took me. We made it was an un, it's not like a picnic. It hasn't had no it has no name for the. What peak. general area was that in? In San Bernardino by San Bernardino, Highlands. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully I wanted to tell. One day I'll take you there. You can check. <laughs> Make me <you> suffer. <laughs> you know, to know it was my first hike. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We made it to the summit, and I was like, whoa, this is a real like I really struggled. Like this is what a hike is. Like yeah, man, like high like high elevation gains, uh, steep mountains, and that's where you get that. You know, that's when I felt like whoa, like. I can't believe it. Like, this is what it feels like, you know, to, mm. you know, to, you know, to make it to the top. And then I was like, and I would tell my friend, like, what, what other hikes can we do? And he's like, he's like, dude, look around you. All these mountains, you got the San Bernardino mountain, yes, the yes, San yes. Gabriel mountain. I was like, and I was, I was born in California. So I was like, never hiked the mountains or anything. And I was just like, oh shit, like we can do these peaks. Like, yeah, you can do them. And, and he was just naming the mountains. Like you can do Baldi, San Gongorneo. You know the popular ones, uh, yeah. Cucamonga, the major, peaks. the major peaks, and he was just naming all these that he's done. And I was like, oh shit, like I gotta, gotta do these. Like I gotta hike these mountains, and that's where I started. And that was the year 2014. And then when you mentioned like you can do these hikes, he said there's a challenge. That's gonna, there's a challenge in 2015 that someone started, which was a 52 hike challenge. Yes, it's basically you hike once a week for 52 weeks. And he told me you should sign up for it so it can motivate you just to keep hiking every time. And it was a perfect timing because they were about, it was going to be the first year that um, my friend Carla. Um, shout out to Carla. Carla. Carla, she did it and Phil, and Philip too. Both both of them, they were going to uh, and start the challenge. And I, you know, joined the social media. I made a, another Instagram hiker fighter because I was using my personal hike, my personal um, um, IG and so that's um that's when i decided i want to do the challenge and do once a week and that was my mm. i guess my commitment dedication to do it so yeah that's how i started that's a beautiful challenge because it's not about you know the hardest hike you do it's about the consistency of it just getting out into mother nature yes. weekly once a week for once 52 week. weeks yes 
So it's like it's a it's a good way to to know. Okay, I gotta do a hike. Any hike doesn't have to be any mm -hmm. hard, like you said. It can just be any hike to do and just enjoy it once a week and just to get out, disconnect. So yeah, so it's like it was. I'm I'm thankful. I'm glad that they started that challenge because with that challenge, I wouldn't not known about that. I would have not met so many hiking friends. Yes. And the community, it's just so wonderful, the experience that I've been through till now. And what's so wonderful about the 52 Hike Challenge is it's a massive community. And it's also very complementary to the SoCal Six Pack of Peaks Challenge. Yes, yeah. Because one's about the consistency and the other one's about really pushing your physical and mental fortitude to the limit and uh, summiting the major peaks like Baldy, Gorgonio, and so forth, right? Yes. So I think it's cool that those two challenges exist. And it looks like they both originate, original, originated in Southern California. Yes, both of them. The the guy, the person who started the six, uh, SoCal Six Pack Peak Challenge, challenge was well, Jeff, uh, Jeff Hester. Jeff Hester. Jeff Hester. Right. Uh, I've never met him, so I've always wanted to meet him, but I've never able to meet Me either, him. Yeah. Uh, he's done like those uh, SoCal uh, Peak uh, Party challenges when you're when you completed. They had parties, but I just couldn't make it to those challenges mm -hmm. back in the time, like in those days. But um, hopefully, I can to meet him and thank him too because those. Uh, that's the challenge, the original six peak pack uh, challenge was uh, Mount Wilson, Mount Baldy, Cucamonga Peak, San, uh, San Gorneo, San Bernardino Peak, and San Isito. Those mm -hmm. were the original ones. Now there's like a bunch of new challenges that, that he added, like doing either Ontario Peak or doing a, a Strawberry Peak. Or, yes. And there's other challenges that he added. Um, I'm guessing maybe people couldn't. Uh, on winter season, maybe they can't, they couldn't do it, and they can just do other challenges instead. That's yeah, there's like I mean. 18 options. Now, 18 I now, yeah, it was <laughs> just crazy. like that's a lot. But now I just, I just remember from the original six. So yeah. And to go back to, um, you know, that unnamed hill or peak, where like that was four miles and was 2,000 feet elevation. <laughs> so that was the moment for you where you were that's, like falling in love with hiking. Yeah, and that's that you where knew I, that it was going to become like a major part of your. Like identity moving forward was yeah. it at that point yeah at that point that was well, that's what i guess you could say that's when hiker fighter was born right there that's when i, I named that mountain hi, the hiker fighter hiker fighter uh, trail oh really it's my, my it's my little personal like my little trail hiker like, fighter trail yeah so that's like my trail that started from there it wasn't baldy it wasn't like like you know all these popular mountains people yeah, yeah, have done yeah. it was actually this unnamed mountain my friend took me that's that has been to me yeah so <laughs> We got the we got other people who want to be on the podcast. <laughs> All these geese, <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, so this is actually the perfect segue because you're mentioning a bit of the origins of hiker fighter, right? Yeah. So we got into your backstory of your beginning hiker journey. Like, what's the story behind you know you creating these two Instagram accounts, hiker fighter, and behind the Sherpa, which was originally behind the hike. Behind the but hike, I think yes. you changed it because you liked what I said. Yeah, you I, a lot, you said it, and then other friends told me like friend daisy told me yeah friends that i help you know you know make it to the summit to tell me you're like a sherpa but hiker fighter the name how it started you know people think you know the name automatically you think you're like a, a fighter like a boxer mma fighter um and i will assume that you know, i will assume that if i see someone's name i think oh he's a poly a, a fighter and he just likes to hike but for me the name what it meant is like you're basically i'm like fighting for like it's a battle every day it's a battle when you go out in the real world, you know, in life, it's a, it's a battle to fight, you know, your stress, your depression, your anxiety, mm. um, trying to cope with reality. It's a, just to maintain your mental health. I think it's a, for me, I'm always, I've always battled a depression my whole life. So I feel like 
that what what it meant to me. I'm hiking the mountains, but I'm also fighting for my depression. Mm. So that's what it meant for me. And I put those words together, and I liked it. And it sounded kind of, and it sounded cool too, you know. Yeah, hiker, hiker fighter. Yeah, like, when like, I first saw that, when I came across that profile on Instagram, I was like, oh, this guy's probably super hardcore. <laughs> and of course, I look at, I start looking through your Instagram feed. You're on top of all these 14ers, on top of all the tallest peaks in Southern California. And you're always wearing that mask that you wore at the beginning. The war mask, yeah. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> who's, who's mysterious? And I loved it because when, when I wore that mask in the beginning, I wore it for so many years. Yes. And for, for a long time, I, was, I kept it very low-key, like behind the mask and like not knowing who I was. It was just a fun. And I was I I enjoyed it because people always were like always curious like is he gonna take off his mask and what he's gonna do next and what hike they were always like everyone was was watching me what I've done and I had always had time a fun time doing that um, and then when I meet friends and hike with me and I sh- sh- reveal myself it's like oh this is how you look like and it's just like yeah I'm just just regular guy just wearing a mask you know it's just it's funny to me it's a uh... It's a good outdoor gimmick outdoor, I like it. exactly it's a gimmick and it just, just actually it's not even a gimmick it's a very practical piece of outdoor gear pretty much it very yeah, it does help a lot i when i'm out in the mountains and it's like windy anything uh, helps me for the uh, for the sun you know covering my face i use it all the time so it's it's very very useful for me so yeah you were rocking that way before the pandemic way before i know <laughs> before the pandemic it's that's kind of funny you mentioned that because back yeah, then everyone yeah. looked at me weird like hey man like this guy's weird wearing a mask all the time and now oh, you know when the, pan- the, really when the pandemic camp happened everyone had to wear a mask and everything uh, keep six feet distance and then like and then and now it became a normal thing and this is kind of funny to me because I've been wearing a mask for so long yes and it's just kind of like damn it's weird how the world you know has changed and everything yeah and, I was just like and but it's, I still wear this back mask till this day I'm still gonna wear it you know just for fun oh, dude I always bring um, whatever everyone calls a neck gaiter buff, buff face yeah. cover because I learned this from the trail running community you know on a lot of these uh, long challenging day hikes you sweat it's very yes. difficult oh, yeah. so t- people typically don't have a towel but the neck gaiter acts as a towel to wipe the sweat off your eye yeah so that's why i always bring it and it's been like this hiking hack that has just served me tremendously oh yeah it helps me so much yeah exactly so, mm-hmm. so on this show i always want the listeners to discover new places to explore whether it's a new route new destination new peak new mountain right and you have done a ton of hiking, not only in Southern California, but just in California overall. So I'm really curious to know, Cisco, what are your top three mountains in California and why is each a favorite for you? Okay, so number one, well, it doesn't, there's no orders, you know, just. I mean, if top, there is, feel free, but you don't have to so name hard. them in any particular I, order. I guess I will say number, I guess for the first one, I would have to say Mount Whitney. <laughs> Mount Whitney. Oh my goodness. Mount Whitney is my, uh, I have a special. It's it's very a special personal mountain to me. It was my first fourteener mountain that I first, okay. that I that I accomplished. Two thousand and fifteen. It was the first year when the fifty two kite challenge started. Two thousand fifteen. That was the first year that I. That was my first fourteener. I was just like, I've already bagged all the uh, six pack kite challenge, and I was like, what's next? What's the next challenge? And I just and I just Google like, um, what's the highest peak in California? I just Google that, and it's show not winning. I was like, okay. And, and I was like, okay, I need to buy a map. I need to do research about it. How far is it to drive? And, you know, what's the conditions and everything, the snow conditions. And I actually did it in around the in March, winter season. March. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. That was your, your first time doing it in the was snow? 
a mountaineering Mount- ascent. Yeah, ascent. Yeah, on the on the main on the main trail, I did, and which was it was a great experience, but it was kind of bad at the same time because usually you have to start like early morning, like at least at midnight, one in the morning. I started like at seven a.m. and the trail hit. Oh hey, I no. was because I came late. To, I came late driving to the location to the Whitney Portal. And I came, but it never crossed my mind. Like, it's just like, because I kind of felt like I was kind of fast. Because I just said, oh, it's 22 miles. It's like, okay, I can do that. You know, I've done, I've done Cactus to Cloud. And it's about, you know, the same distance. But I kind of, I didn't think about the snow, how it was going to take me longer to do that. Um, you did it via the main trail, not the, the main, mountain not the, main, not the main, not the main trail. The main trail, yeah. The main okay. trail, yeah. So you, you went up the 99 switchbacks? No, I went up the snowshoe. Oh, the oh, snowshoe. Snow okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, because gotcha. uh, uh, there was still snow on the 99 switchback, but I went through the snowshoe. That was the only way to go up there. Um, I started at, at 7 a.m., um, went, you know, just hiked all the way, just, you know, on my own. Luckily, I well, I saw one hiker out there. He was right ahead. Um, um, I ended up catching up to him, and it was his first time doing um, um, the Mount, Mount Winnie, too. And we talked, and... Um, and we were like, hey, do you want to just hike together, like, you know, make it to the summit together? And he was cool about it. And like we, so I made a friend up there in the mountains. You always hike when you hike alone. You always make make new friends up there. I, w- I want to stress this point. When you hike alone, that's what's so special. It gives you the opportunity to meet other people. Yes. Rather than if you were just with another person or a group, because you feel like bonded or tied to those other people. Exactly. Yeah. When you're by yourself, you feel more open. You yes. know, To interacting with the people around you exactly and you feel like okay uh you have a connection because we, we we both have we both want to summit and we both know we both want to do, do it you know make it to the top so it kind of helps when you find somebody you know uh, uh it make, makes them feel like they want to push themselves and do it and he was determined to do it and luckily he um he was uh, some experienced hiker as well okay um we made it to the summit like late too it was bad we was late made it to the summit like, around 4 p.m Dude, that's so late. Yeah, yeah, we made it to the summit late, like 4 p.m. We got when we got there, you know, we celebrated, we we're happy, and just like congratulate each other. I actually cried. I'm, I'm, I'm an emotional kind of guy. I'm, I am very like sensitive, emotional, and I actually it was crying just because I, you know, I, I did this peak, and I just it was a 14er, and it was just yeah. challenging. You know, you've done it. You know how you know what you experienced too. So it's not it's not an easy hike. You know, uh, um, for no, those who not. do it, like. Don't make it seem because that I've done it so many times, it's easy. Every time I go do it, it still kicks my ass. But um, doing it the first time, it was, it was very special because it made me realize how stronger I was, you know, doing that peak. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And then, and then obviously coming back down, uh, right from the trail, trail crest coming down, we had to come back to the snow. And that's when it started getting dark already on us. And that was a challenge for us because it's dark. Once it's dark, every it's, it's so hard to to navigate. navigate the location like the trails and everything especially in the snow so that happened to me yeah because remember from my story uh one of the girls got injured oh yeah you told me. and i was stuck at trail camp for like three hours and then we had one hour of light back and then we had to trek down into trek. and this is like a real wilderness guys like, yeah this is like so the serious. same thing uh we took us we went down to and took us longer to you know in the snow and you know at the the low the high camp patrol you know where people camp out yeah yeah it's yeah. like it's you know, it's you can kind of get lost a little bit in that area because it's like, especially in the snow, because there's no trails. Like, there's so many footsteps, and it's really hard mm-hmm, to navigate. Mm-hmm. And luckily, you know, I had my I downloaded the, the maps of the GP, you know, the trail and everything. The the guy that I met didn't didn't have no maps and everything, so I was the one kind of a little bit more prepared, you know, 
for the sure. worse. Um, and then we were trying to navigate, you know, the, the route and it, it took us like almost less than an hour, less than an hour to find the route because okay. I was just like tired and just, mm -hmm. um, out of it. Just the high altitude got to me too. Of course. The high altitude. The 14 14er. Um, luckily I made it to somebody without like bad to two sickness, but coming down, I felt it. Um, I'm just feeling weak, tired. Everything felt like slow motion. So I was just not like in my head. Like I just feel like, uh, confused. Like yeah, Whitney Whitney will do that to you, and yeah. Whitney is a really special mountain. So what is the second and third for you? So the second for me, I would have to say Denali. Uh, and, uh, well, that, well, that's Alaska, but from California. For California, I would say Iron Mountain, obviously, Iron Mountain. You're crazy, brother. Iron Mountain would be the best, would mess, one of the best experience. And it was the first, I like to say it's my first time doing Iron Mountain. Uh, uh, it was an OG friend of mine. Her name's Anna. Her IG is Anna. Lo Anna and Max loves to explore. Like, uh, she's an OG, so shout out to her. Uh, she's one of my first hiking friends that I hike with. Um, so she, um, me and her, she decided to do Iron Mountain. Uh, she heard it from some other friend of hiking friend that did it, and and he and he, saying, he was saying how hard it was and everything. But she didn't believe it because she was a she's a badass hiker, mm. and she knew that I like challenges. And she invited me, let's do Iron Mountain. And I didn't know Iron Mountain anything. I was like, yeah, sure, okay. And this is not the Iron Mountain in San Diego, no, that's the guys. San Diego. It's, just, <laughs> it's the Iron Mountain in the San Gabriel Mountains. What's the claim to fame of Iron? Ah, uh, man, it's uh the claim of fame. It's just, it's the I think it's the ultimate sufferfest hike that you struggle. It's like one of the top, for sure, top three hardest hikes, day hikes mm -hmm. in San Gabriel Mountains. For sure. So, yeah. Very isolated. Isolated. Very no steep. water. No water at all. The elevation gain is like about over 7,000 elevation gain. Yeah, around 7,000. It's like going like 15, 16 miles, something like that. Yeah, round trip. So it's about, so it's not an easy hike, especially during the summer. It's, it's, a, it's a lot harder. <laughs> so we're all describing it like this. So wait, what about it specifically makes it a favorite for you? For me, what makes it like for, I like it because, you know, it's like, when you really struggle doing that mountain, it, it, it brings out, I guess, the best and the worst out of you. Mm. You know, the worst is like you're like, like you're just complaining, you're mad, like fuck, you know, sometimes you get out of your head like fuck this shit, like why am I here? Like sometimes it's like you just get so upset, like angry, like man, like, you know, like yes. you're just like, you're in the middle of the mountain. Like sometimes I get, I lose my mind, like why am I here? Like, I'm like fuck. And then like, but then I realize it's like, no, this is like, this is helping me. This is healing me. Like, this mm. is, you know, I have to do it. Like, uh, and once you make it to the summit, you just feel alive. You feel strong. You feel like you can come, you can do anything you want to do. You put your mind to it. When you went, um, so that last section, when you see the granite rocks and you're about to summit, right? Yeah. And you see the W15 marker <laughs> in the distance for your very first time when you did it, what went through your mind? I was like, Oh, it's like, shit, is this it? I was like, because I seen the picture of that, the, yes. the poem, like the W15. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I can't believe we made it. And, and this was, you know what's crazy about this one? We start, we made it late too as well. We got there like around 5, uh, 5 p.m. to the summit. We started like at 9, 9, 9 a.m. in the morning. So oh please mountain. tell me you didn't do this in the summer. Uh, no, no. It okay, was in the fall. At it least. was the fall season. Okay, so it was good. Sure. Yeah, the, the summer, like I would have definitely would have turned around. Luckily, we did it in the fall season. Uh, the only problem is, is like the the daylight was a shorter time, so we uh, we made it just to, just to the sun, 
just for the sunset, just in time. You know, we took the picture. Uh, it was a beautiful experience with my friend Anna. Uh, we we celebrated, and then we had a hike back down. And and most people forget, like hiking back down is like one of the the ch most toughest things to do, and also the dangerous because you're you're tired. You know, you're exhausted and coming down can, you know, can take a toll of your body as well. Especially that mountain. Yeah. Because it is steep AF. Yes, very steep. Uh, and as we were going down, like most, um, from my experience, I guess most people who hike Iron Mountain um, would fall down. Like there's some steep sections that you will slide down on your ass. If you never, most of the time you will slide down or, hit, or get stuck by yucca or something like that. Oh, absolutely. Those old yeah. things. But my friend was struggling so bad. Like, she took little steps, little steps, and then just rested. Mm. Little step, because she was so tired. It took us almost 20 hours to f complete the, uh, the mount. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh that's how goodness. bad it took us. We made it to the summer five, and we didn't leave till like, oh 6. My. I didn't get back home till like, 1 in the morning. It was late. It was, like, more than, like, almost 2. Yeah, it was late. But, but it was an experience because I knew that she was, like, really hurting bad. And I'm always, like, you know... It's okay. We'll take a break. We'll just rest, and then, you know, it happens. I've, uh, it's one of those hikes that, you know, um, that that can can kick your ass. And from experience, you can be there for twenty four hours. Brother, my my first time I attempted it, I had to turn a mile. Uh, I had to turn around one mile from the summit because we started in the summer. Started at nine a.m. Had to turn around. Was super demoralized. Went back with my crewmates, Mark Feichel and Jasville. Shout outs to them. One of my crewmates got injured, stuck on the mountain for the same amount of time. We're up there for 19 hours. So I'm right there with you, yeah, you know. for the first summit of <laughs> Iron Mountain. I was like, dear God, this day is never going to end. Yeah, it's never ending. But, oh, it's, a, but it's, a, it's, a, it's always a learning experience, uh, which, you know, what you do, you know, mm -hmm. what I did. Uh, you learn from, the, you know, from future, what you're going to uh, prepare yourself. You start earlier. You bring more water. Uh, you make sure that your whoever hiking friend that you bring that's strong enough to do it or it's, has trained at, at least trained because we me and my friend we were just hikers just like regular we weren't really training for anything we were like yeah. you know just we just wanted just to hike the next mountain we were just oblivious not knowing how how an ass, ass kicker it was so but we did it and that's what I I fell in love with them so yeah and. Iron Mountain in the community, the joke is, uh, or the nickname is, it's called La Toxica. La Toxica. The, uh, the, uh, the Iron X. The, to <laughs> <laughs> the Toxic X. Because once you do it, you never want to go back. And then you come back to it and you you're like, back. why am I here? Why am I here, it's yeah. It's like the Toxic X. So that's what it is in the community. Yeah. So It's okay. either you, uh, you love it or you hate it. There's no in between the middle. Like you can't just say, oh, okay, no, you have, you either have to like, like really love to go back and do it or if you hate it just you know you're done because i have some friends like once is enough and they're done they never go back mm. and do it again um but for me i love that mountain it's just it's just the perfect hiking mountain to do in a day it's the ultimate for me and so what is a third for you i know you said denali that's not in yeah California, i said right? i know it's like yeah all right so we gotta throw that out even yeah, though denali is super epic that's <laughs> yeah, the tallest mountain in north america right yeah north america but in california what's a third for you uh, i would say i oh, i really love mount shasta up north mount ah. shasta in california 
something about that mountain because it's just so isolated. It's like the only high 14er mountain up uh, in North uh, Northern California. Is that taller than Whitney? Oh, no, no. Whitney's no. the tallest in the continent. Whit- yeah, the Whitney's the tallest one. Manchester, I guess you can say it's one of the most, uh, I guess, tech, like, not technical, I guess, yeah, but a very... that's what I hear. Yeah, it can be very challenging because it's like the... It's longer. It's twice as long as doing... Three times longer than doing the body ball. Just think of that. Doing Three ball, times longer, longer than doing the body yeah, ball? yeah. Doing that in one day. I mean, most people backpack it, and then in the next day they're gonna push it for summit. But doing it one day, it's a pretty, it's very challenging to do. But it's, you can still do it. So for that mountain, I guess for me, the first time doing Mount Shasta, um, it was actually with uh, my one of my good friend uh, Tony is um, with Team No Sleep. Um, Team No Sleep. Sleep. He's one of the. He's one of my good friends. Like he actually got. Uh, uh, got me more involved with the hiking community because he was already been hiking for a long time and he's one of my good friends that always invited me to go hiking trips anywhere um he will take he took me to my first uh, mountain to yosemite took me um uh, multiple times to mount winnie after mm. i done it but mount shasta he always wanted to do it and we planned it and we were um ready to go do it and um that mountain was an ass kicker um just just doing it in a day. Um, like well, how many miles is Is this also like 20 plus miles? No, well? I believe it or not. Just round trip. It's only like under like 13 miles. 13 miles. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a short, it's short, but it's just the, the, the it's just a st- it's just steeper. I just, it's just steeper as Myra Mountain, but with snow. with snow. And what aspect of this mountain makes it like something that you love and that is a favorite for yourself? I, for me, I love there because I feel like I was, a, I feel like a true mountaineering experience. With the high winds, uh, all like the technical, like just going up the steep slope right there, uh, it just felt like, oh, this is like the real deal. Like just watching the uh, the sunrise, you know, and mountain. That was my, actually my first time watching a good sunrise mountaineering. Wow. So it was just like so beautiful, just being up there. Uh, I get doing the like starting that alpine start because usually you have to start like at least at midnight, one in the morning, you know, to get a good start. Um, Alpine starts typically midnight. Midnight, yeah, midnight, or even before, even before that. Sometimes people start like at That's 11 wild. p.m. just to get a good start. Because the earlier you start, the better you can make it to the summit. So you got enough time to get down safe. Because um, usually, like in the in the in the afternoon, the weather changes dramatically, especially in the mountains, high elevation mountains. So uh, Mount Shasta really kicked my ass as well. I think it was harder than Mount Winnie mm. for me personally, doing it in, the, in the snow. Um, looks like a very dramatic mountain from the photos that I've yeah, seen. Like you're right, like it has that real like mountaineering like dramatic experience. Yes, and I, I highly encourage a lot of anyone that's you know that's wants to do mountaineering, train for that to do keep mm-hmm. doing Baldy, you know, eventually do Whitney, and then Mount Shasta can be the next step. You know, hopefully I can take you one day, you know, to do it. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you know we can plan it. You know we'll train more to do Baldy and take you to Mount Whitney, and you know like I said, I like helping everyone. I like helping friends. You know reach their their hiking goals their dreams and everything because our, our inner potential yeah inner potential because i feel we all have potential we all have the capability to do what we want to do in the mountains we just i think i think we're afraid to release our potential i think the mountains really unlocks like our inner our our utmost potential yes like we carry that momentum after we bag a peek into like our everyday lives, yep. maybe our career, maybe keeping, you know, the outdoor pursuits going. Like, I just feel like when you do these really difficult, 
challenging mountains, like it just unlocks something inside of you and reminds you that, you know, I'm capable, you know, I'm a badass, like I can do this as long as I train and I dedicate myself towards this craft. Um, so I want to, I want to recap. So you said Mount Whitney, you didn't, right. uh, not Denali, Mount Whitney, yes, the first Iron time. Mountain, first time. and Mount Shasta. Yeah, the first time. What an epic three yeah. mountains in California to and, name as your favorites. And yeah. that just is a testament to the kind of person and hiker you are. <laughs> now I know why you're like hiker fighter. Yeah, that's why I was like, I feel like you're fighting for the mountain, trying to get to the top and it's a struggle. You know, it's your a battle like, oh man, like gotta mm. keep going, pushing it. So it's like, put that as a mountain, fighting, you know, to make it. And then, and the real world fighting you know for the depression what you're doing it's like two things so it, it's a very therapeutic for me to do mountains are very so therapeutic so what like when you say like you're fighting the depression and it's very therapeutic like how is it therapeutic for you like the act of hiking these like in what way does it like allow you to feel that way <sighs> i guess for me personally when i'm actually hiking like a very like tough challenging mountain anything that you know it's an ass kicker um it, it makes me feel like overcome these depression because like i feel stronger when i make it to the summit i feel like alive i feel like life is so beautiful yeah life is so precious it's like wow like look around all the mountains watching the the sunrise or the sunset and i just like wow this, this is amazing like um life is beautiful like you, you can like i can appreciate more yes so so when I'm doing all these tough challenges, it's a, it's a reminder, like, you have to just keep going, keep moving forward. You have to, you know, be strong mm -hmm. and overcome it. So yeah, progression uh, is progression, no matter what the pace too, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what it means to me. Yeah. The, uh, I know that there's a very strong relationship or direct relationship of like the mountains in regards to your, um, you know, your mental health. And also, uh, you know, your healing journey. But we'll get into that in a little bit okay, because yeah. I def we've been talking about a lot of really challenging peaks. Yeah. So from and all your, they're all my first timer. Like you know, like I said, they were my first time doing these mountains. So that's why I like them because first time, every first, everyone who's done their first time any mountain, it's always special. Any hard mountain, it's a special thing. You know, oh so. yeah, I dream about my first Mount Whitney summit and only Mount Whitney summit all the time. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. Um, so from all your extensive hiking knowledge, you know, and just in general outdoor experience, you know, I always love to give the listeners on this show like tips and advice from the people that have completed these summits so that they can get inspired to tackle these mountains, but get like real good advice from like locals such as yourself. So I'd love for you to provide the Just Trek listeners with some tips and advice for tackling long day hikes and also, you know, for our fellow peak baggers out there, because clearly, you know, a big part of your outdoor journey or hiking journey are these big peaks, like a Mount Baldy, uh, Iron Mountain, and then these 14ers such as a Mount Whitney and a, a Mount Shasta. Like, what do tips and advice look like that have greatly helped you out that you can bestow upon fellow peak baggers and hikers? Okay, for I guess that shows for like, for day hikes for sure. I would recommend bringing a headlamp, a headlamp, a headlamp, and a jacket. <laughs> what kind of jacket? A wind jacket. A wind jacket and a uh, down jacket, a, puff, a puffy jacket for the cold. Because mm -hmm. it can, like, you never know if you're going to be stuck in the mountain. From my experience, I have stories that I've got stuck in the mountains overnight. Uh, I've, I've experienced, like, not friends forgetting their headlamp. And I mm. have to lead the way to bring in a, 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 with the light, you know, 
yes. navigating through. So it's very important because sometimes it can be on all day. You would think you're going to finish half the day, but you end up, you know, coming back, lay in the dark. And I think a headlamp is very important to bring. You should always just bring a headlamp. Just no matter on, what. No matter what, because it's so small and lightweight. Yes. Actually, could you, because um, most hikers, even like I would say experienced hikers, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand the layering system, especially when it comes to doing these big peaks. Like, could you break it down? Because I know there's like, you have a base layer, then you have an outer shell. Like, could you just like break down real quick, like the proper layering system you should bring on any long day hike or major peak? For, for I guess for, for the layers, uh, for mountain, I guess for the snow season, because there's, mm. uh, for snow, for the winter season, for the layers is, I usually bring like a, a like a long sleeve, like a compression, like dry yes. fit. Dry fit, just that's one layer. The second layer is just like a like a base layer, like a fleece, something like that, just to cover like the long, long sleeve as well to mm -hmm. cover that. The third one I usually would be is uh, the the down like a down jacket, just to cover like any like good strong um, waterproof jacket or for down. insulation, right? insulation, it's the, yeah. the duck feathers, the yeah, duck feathers, feathers right? yeah, yeah, for that just to cover that. And then the fourth one, it's usually the uh, wind jacket uh, to cover like the wind, everything. That's for that kind of layers, and then obviously you have to bring a, a base layer for your uh, uh, for your gloves, like a like a liner glove, and then just a, a fleece a glove, and then like a winter jacket, like a thick um, like a leather glove jacket uh, oh, glove. It's a lot. It's right? a lot of gloves. Like, it's and winter. Then, and yeah, also yeah. sometimes people forget. Sometimes I bring like for pants. I usually wear like those uh, compression long uh, 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 pants. Uh, sure. Dry fit uh, ones for the snow too. I've um, for that, and then. Uh, a soft shell pants they're for like mountaineering that would protect you and then for the uh, for the shoe or i guess for the socks it would be a, a base layer for sock like a liner and then usually i would bring a mountaineering wool socks a sp specific mountaineering specific, yeah. yeah mountaineering wool socks they're thick uh and in and also i would put like some um, hand warmers and toe warmers as well too because mm. it gets really cold too as well so yeah so that's yeah. for the Winter hiking is a completely different monster. It's <laughs> different, different kind of monster. And then if you add with cl like climbing, with climbing your ropes or backpacking, you know, carrying all that gear, it's mm. a it's a whole nother level than like that's very true. Than yeah. than doing a day hike, you know, just bringing just uh, the basic essentials. Obviously, I would recommend definitely another thing: uh, trekking poles. Those are lifesavers. Trekking poles as well trekking poles life I always my friends always I wear a trekking pole I wear knee braces and me and my friends tell me hey what are you they always think I'm like I have knee problems or anything but thankfully I'm, I'm good I just tell them I just want to protect my knees yes you know from hiking the mountain especially going downhill because you know you can you can like, hurt you can damage a lot of your knees and you know keep putting it and and I'm trying to I just tell them I'm trying to protect my knees like I just want to do this for the forever long term like when I'm 60 or 70 years old if I live to that age and I just want to keep doing this for my rest of my life. So I want to, I'm trying to prevent that to injure myself. And it's saving me a lot of time from like, from trips or falls. Like I've mm -hmm, ca I catch mm -hmm. myself when I'm hiking, like, Oh, I kind of tripping. Like, you know, catch myself with the trekking Absolutely. post. So it's, um, I, I pray, I bring them and to me it just, it's a, it's a lifesaver. So yeah, I always tell people like, even if you don't like using hiking poles, what happens if you roll your ankle, or you severely like sprain it yeah. how are you going to get down the hiking poles are at least going to get you off the mountain hopefully yeah and like to your point 
like I feel like hiking poles are so incredible too because it just gives you longevity in the trekking game. Yeah. You know, because when you're going down, it's so much um so much impact on your knees. Oh yeah. Like a lot and like just Using the trekking poles going down, you feel like a mountain goat. You're just like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it helps me because I it helps me, especially the the steep steep uh, steep hills. Yeah, I, I can push myself uh, without struggling as struggling as much. I can just go 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 and and, mm-hmm. and keep going at a good pace. Uh, so it helps me a lot. And then going down when it's very like steep scree, I can like control myself, like yes. stopping to myself from falling either forward or down like that. So it's like uh, it's been very useful for me. Um, so I. That's another for day hiking to bring. Yeah, just in general. It doesn't general. matter if there's yeah. Even, like, I I even take it to the when I'm mountaineering as well too. When I'm hiking the snow, mm-hmm, I just start using mm-hmm. it. And then once I'm going to the steep uh, steep uh, going to the steep side, I'll use uh, one hand with the ice axe and the other hand with the tre- trekking pole. Just like, and I can use my ice axe as a as a trekking pole as well too. I've seen yeah. I've seen that technique. Yeah. The, the ice axe and the trekking pole. I notice a lot of. Uh, advanced mountaineers use that yeah so that system so yeah do that as well too so that helps a lot oh yeah right on thanks for sharing all those tips and advice thank you you know you're definitely someone i feel has very in-depth knowledge (laughs) tons of outdoor experience and so right now i want to talk about your most recent outdoor adventure that you embarked on and you described this trip as incredible emotional and even spiritual and you were in the Eastern Sierras tackling a mountain that is not too well known and not often spoke about. And that mountain is called Bear Creek Spire. Yes. What exactly brought you to this particular peak? And what was the significance of this trip for you? Okay. All right. So the reason why I did this mountain, because a friend of mine, it was hiking partner, climbing partner, and he was part of the team No Sleep with Tony. Iris and Ali, they're part of, uh, his name's Nemo, Nemorio. His full, his full birth name is Nemorio Hernandez, Nemorio. but we call him Nemo. Um, he unfortunately hiked that mountain on his own solo without any, without any ropes or anything, just free solo climbing it. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a five, the route we did was a five, three, five, four. And, but still, you need ropes, you know. A good, strong climber can do it without consoloing. But he was strong, but, I mean, anything can happen, you know. Even the um, the strongest climbers, you know, has fallen free solo. But mm-hmm. he was still, I guess, I guess two years into it, climbing. But he gotcha. was a natural, strong climber. Um, that, it was a, it was last year, 4th of July weekend. He Last year? Yeah, so it's been a year now. Wow. So that 4th of July weekend... I've already made plans with two of my friends' uh, backpacking trip in the Sierras. It was with um, Jason, SD Hiker, and Diana, Hiking the Adventures. Mm-hmm. So there were, and then he actually texted me. He's like, hey, dude, Cisco, you want to go do Bear Creek Spiral? And I didn't know what it was. I, was like, I actually put my te- my te- the message um, saying, what's that? That's how, that's how I, I didn't know it's about that. It's a pretty wild name. Yeah. So I didn't know. And he, and, he, and, he told me, and I looked it up. And I was like, oh, okay. And I told him, well, I'm, I'm already busy that weekend i already had plans but i told him i'm free on on monday or sunday i'll be in the sierra still and he, and and he couldn't um, he couldn't do it is that okay and i told him my last message just was um best of luck be safe that was a message on my instagram messenger that uh that i we, we talked and that mm-hmm. was the last i've heard of him um unfortunately that back that weekend when when i went backpacking and he went to do that mountain I didn't tell my I didn't tell my Jason or D, but 
I had a really bad feeling with my friend. Oh, you had a feeling, feeling like, wow. like I feel like my, you know, it's like a energy, you know, the vibe, like, like my heart started like pumping. It was anxiety. I just kept thinking about Nemo. It's like, like something was wrong. Like I feel like the energy, the universe is telling me that my friend had some, was, was hurt. But I didn't want to tell my friends because, you know, the vibe. I just want to keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got back down and got serviced and everything, I texted my friend, my new one, and I, I kept texting him. He never really, like, he never messaged me back. I was just, like, worried and just thinking, like, man, I'll help you save. Because uh, just reading the research about it, it was, a, it's a, it was a climb to do, a rock climbing. But I knew he was strong and everything. He's, just, he's a fearless guy. He's a mountain goat. He's faster and stronger than me, actually. So I never thought in my mind that yeah. something bad was going to happen with them. Um, and sure enough, um, to the, um, the next day, I, mean, I, heard, I got a call from, um, it was a message from David Trailmax. He messaged me, he told me, like, did you hear about Nemo? And I was like, no. Oh, and he told so you me, found out the day after yeah. he already was supposed to finish yeah. his climb. Yeah. So after, and, uh, and then I didn't, couldn't believe it. And then I called in Tony. And then I got a message from Tony. He started crying, and then I, and I couldn't. He was like, he like he was that he he passed he, he passed away in the mountain, and I was just devastated. I couldn't believe it, and then we started, and then I started messaging with Iris. She told me she already knew about it, and I told my other, and then I called my friend Vicky, another good friend of mine, and she was at work, and she thought I was like playing. I was lying. I told her nope. I was just we were just disbelief, yeah. disbelief, and then just shocked. Um, I, no words can can describe. I just couldn't couldn't think Nemo. Like really, like he he's a mountain goat. He you know he, um, you would think you're like, people think you're unstoppable. You know, like you're strong, everything, but mm-hmm. it can happen mm-hmm. to anyone. Um, and you brought something. Yes. Um, when I would you like to show? Yes, I actually. Um, so this is his backpack, Nemo's backpack that um, he last he last did. You know, Bear Creek spiral, spiral. So he did Bear Creek Spiral with his very backpack. Yeah, his backpack, yeah. And you wore this over the weekend. Yes. Over in the honor weekend. of him. Yes, over the weekend in honor of him. I've waited over a year to do this. I wanted to because every, 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 anyone passes away. I've, it's a tough year. The first year is always the toughest to grieve, um, to grieve through. And um, I waited for a year just to wear this backpack. I never used it for any hike. That's so crazy. So I wanted to honor him and go back and do and go do this mountain for him um so you did it and i did it and it was an um, amazing incredible experience we backpacked it with my another friend of mine his name's daniel guerrero uh, another climber of mine and and he's a good friend of with nemo as well um we um we were just so impressed and how how strong that he did it in one day nemo did it in one day doing bear creek and we did it backpacking and we we struggled like it was like hard just to get to the approach climbing it mm-hmm. getting down me carrying all the gear and everything it was a, it was a challenge for me to do as well so it wasn't a great experience to do um but when i wore his backpack for the first time hiking this mountain i was like i felt like his presence i felt his energy i felt he was with me like i can hear his like his voice he was telling me, because he speaks, um, we usually uh, speak in Spanish. He would tell me, si se puede, Cisco. Tu si puedes. Like, vamos, Cisco. Vamos, Cisco. Uh-huh. Echele ganas. No pica. Uh, like, just a small jokes. We had some inside jokes we would do. 
uh, saca la mota, like, you know, because we used to smoke weed all the time in the way. So it was just like little jokes like that. I just can hear his voice echoing in echoing, your mind. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. and I can feel it. I can feel his strength and like, I felt like he was with me the whole way, all the time. Wow. So even like when we made it to the summit, um, there was a small, like there was a register, like, you know, those um, register signs. I was, and I was like trying to find his name. It was like on the registers on the paper when people signed their name and it was all mixed in different orders the on the dates because people were just you know putting it whatever there was gotcha. a space and i was just desperate looking and then when i found it oh you found it yeah his name i actually posted on instagram too that his name and i was just so i was just crying i literally just cried like like just crying and then wow. and daniel's like what happened like you find his name and he's like yeah and he's he's just like his name right here and he, he made it at 9 in the morning he summoned at 9 in the morning and we summoned at 10 a.m so he was an hour ahead of us that he's that's so strong that's he was how strong he was he was and he made it at 9 a.m so there was proof that he actually made it to summit um i can't believe i can't man just you finding that message i could only imagine the emotions that just like surged through you at that exact it was just moment. like i just i was just hiking the mountain just hiking to the trail just little tears or you know just tears crying my you know my eyes the anxiety just this excitement i was just like determined to do this like i was just ready for, to honor him for my friend um, i felt when you read that message though like there was some kind of like there's closure oh right? yeah definitely closure. Like complete some kind of completion to the entire story right yeah it was like uh i felt like i am at peace now because mm. i was so I was so much such a mess, losing a friend just or anyone like just like my mother as well. It just that depression hits you, and it's just like you hike certain mountains that you have memories with your friend, and you just like man, I wish he was here. Um, when we went climbing on some a, a, a specific rock, it was just like oh we did this. Oh I remember he wanted to, we had plans to doing these uh, these peaks these challenges. Mm -hmm. So we had so many goals because. I got to give all credit to Nemo because without him, he would never would have pushed me to the, my next, like, out of my comfort zone. Like, he actually got me more into, he got me into climbing. He actually wanted to keep pushing, my, pushing me to the next hiking level. Yeah, let's talk about that because he's pushed you to accomplish some insane routes and mountains. Yes. What were some of those things so, that he uh, inspired you to do? The one... For sure, one like uh, I guess the one I guess a couple of weeks recently, the one we talked about that he, what he wanted to do, he wanted to do the Lone Pine to Whitney to Lone Pine. In whoa, a day. whoa, whoa, hold on! <laughs> that was one Lone Pine to Whitney Summit to Lone Pine. And, yeah, what are the stats on that? <laughs> That's over like eleven, like almost eleven thousand elevation gains. It was forty miles round trip. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, it was. I would say it's part of a backpacking like, trip. Or? No, but they just one day. Just I was running, a trail running, and just and then went to the Mountaineers route and like <laughs> you did it as a trail run in one day. Yeah, I just uh, wow pushing it myself. Luckily, I had the endurance and I was able. I was already into trail running and everything, but just pushing it myself to the summit, you know, was an ass kicker to do. Look what you made me do! I took off my sunglasses. <laughs> like, guys, I'm like literally mind blown. Yeah, right now. It's, I, I think I, I think I think it's like the the cactus to cloud to cactus of Mount Whitney. You know, it's like you know when people do that challenge, it's it's very challenging. But I just took it to the next level because he actually was like just crazy enough to wanted to do that, and I thought and 
and it's like I had to do something crazy in honor of him. You did that. I did that and um started like at nine that was like I started like at the day the the night before like at nine thirty and nine thirty PM I made I you know just uh, just went for it. Just ran all the way to the road. You know, you drove all the you know the, road, the long road. Mm-hmm. Once you get to Whitney Porto, I was like, okay, I'm in Whitney Porto. My mind got into like, okay, I've done Whitney so many times, and that was gonna be that was my 18th successful summit. So I already you know very familiar with the mountain. So already that confidence was like yeah, sure. built up. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm here. I got this. Got to go to Mountaineers route. Uh, went up the route, and um, once I made it to the summit, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> very relieved and surprised at my end because I made it to the summit around ten thirty in the morning, so nine p.m. So it was a good, that's good, great, a good decent time to make it to the summit. I, I, you know, I was impressed with myself, happy that I did it. One of, one of the, yeah, <laughs> you're a hiking god. At that point. Wait, <laughs> well, do you know anyone who else? I've heard who's someone. Done it? There's like, um, one of my um um a, fr- a friend of mine. His name's Blair. He mentioned that someone did it. And I didn't know who this person was, but that's cool that this other person did it as well. But oh, you did that? That's cool. Um, so there's other hikers out there who are doing it too. But I mean, for my that was my personal chance, so I didn't know who anyone else was doing it. But, but, but the person who did it just did it from Mountaineers Round and coming down the Mountaineers. Route. I went mm-hmm. the, I looped around from the Mountaineers Round and then down to the main main um, main route, the main trail. Oh, so, um, so it's much it was, longer. Much longer, yeah. But which was cool about that was I actually uh, coming when I was about, about to go down. I actually ran into Lance Lance Armstrong. I don't know if you know him. The you cyclist. ran into Lance Armstrong the cy- on the way down. Yeah, the professional cyclist. Him. Yeah, I, he was holy yeah. cow. And the only reason I I, I recognize him, I found out because I a friend of mine was saying like, oh, uh, Lance is doing uh, Whitney this week this weekend, and this, and he it was he was posting his his gears, you know, his jackets and his clothing, what he, what he was gonna wear. And then I and I rec and I recognized what he was wearing when, at the summit, and there was like four white guys, tall white guys, strong, looked really strong mm-hmm. guys, and I was just like, I was like Lance, he's all like, <laughs> yep, he's all like Lance Armstrong, yep, that's me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. That was just some, I congr- congr- congratulate him. And what then, a rad moment. Yeah, for it was you. cool. And then I, uh, he seemed a little defensive because you know from his past experience what he, you know what he's done, mm-hmm. but but I I respected him. Tell him congratulations, it's awesome. And I told him I was a fan of your, of yours when I was growing up when he did the the lift strong the bracelet mm-hmm. the yellow bracelet. So that was pretty cool. And then I was uh, I was signing the register. He came to the register uh, to sign his name underneath my name. So it was cool. Oh, that's very took cool. Took a picture and then I. And I told him what I was gonna do, what challenge was, and he was imp- he was impressed. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, "Man, that's awesome, Cisco. That's badass." And actually, when I was running down back down to the road, as he was driving, he yelled, "Way to go, Cisco! You got this. Keep going!" And he yelled at me, and I was like, "Lance, that's what I'm talking about." <laughs> so I was that's like, "That's what I'm cool. talking so about." That was a cool experience. Yeah. So that's a forever memory. It oh yeah, like. that's definitely yeah. So, is was there also? Um, Wow, that's so crazy that Nemo inspired you to do that. Yeah. Was there like one other one that he also inspired you to do that was like pretty hardcore? Another one for me with Nemo, I would say, fuck. I mean, that's already good enough. Yeah, like, Lone Pine to Whitney to Lone Pine is already next level. Yeah, next level. But for me, but with him, me and him together, I would say, oh man. Yeah, name one. Name one. Going back, I guess going back to doing. Well, I guess Mount Whitney, the Mountaineers, or the Mountaineers route. Always Mount Whitney, huh? Yeah, Mount Whitney's. Yeah, it's Mount Whitney's. It's been Always a special going one. Back. Mount yeah. back, the Mountaineers route on the snow. I guess he, uh, my first, our first time doing the Mountaineers route, and I would say like, uh, we back, we we're backpacking it too as well with mm. Team No Sleep, and 
he's like he was the lead, I guess I would say him that he was like the second leader of the group, mm-hmm. encouraging him, and he kind of kept telling us, "Come on, guys, you can do this, vamos, si se puede," and it's just uh, pushing us out of our comfort zone. And uh, he kept t- he kept telling me, you know, I, you're safe with me. You got this. You know, we're gonna make it to the summit. And he makes me he makes me feel safe and comfortable with them. I trusted him. Um, and I thank them for like just, you know, believing me, being a true, true friend to me, true friend to me, because he's one of the few friends that I can actually say that he's a, he's like a brother to me, you know, the older brother I wish I had, you know, like that would you know take me, do all these crazy fun uh, mm-hmm. adventures. So, yeah. Dude, I gotta tell you, Cisco, Nemo's looking down at you. Oh yeah. In the heavens right now, just saying, you did that. You did that, yeah. Proud yeah. of you. You brought his backpack. No better, more, not a more epic way to honor, you know, your climbing partner. Yeah. And we have so many, we have so many hiking goals that we talked about in the past, that list that we want to do. One of them I want to go back to, he hasn't done Pico Rizaba, the highest mountain in Mexico. He's always wanted to do that one. So I want to honor that with his backpack. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, he wants to do um, Denali. I want to take through that as well with him and honor him. Because yeah, uh, you, you need redemption on redemption, Denali, right? Yeah, Denali is another redemption of mine, so yeah. definitely going to come back for that one as well. So, okay. so there's so many. So, yeah. God bless Nemo. Rest in power, Nemo. So so wild that you have the backpack, too, yes. and you brought it here. Yeah, thank that's, you. Uh, that's quite special, man. Thank you. All right, Cisco. so let's, let's talk about trail angels. And for those not too familiar, a trail angel is essentially a person that is a steward of the trail, and helps fellow hikers out of need in different capacities, right? Whether it's shelter, food, or just any general aid for whatever that hiker needs in that situation. And from my understanding, your ultimate trail angel is your mother. Yes. And unfortunately, you lost her a few years ago, and I know she meant the world to you. And each year since she's passed, you do something for her on Mother's Day. Yes. Would love for you to share how you honor how you honor and celebrate your mom on this day, that being Mother's Day. Okay, usually on Mother's Day, I usually um, I I usually deactivate my social media on Mother's Day, like that week or something, or a couple of weeks, because it's the tough it's a tough um, t- uh, time for me. I see friends posting, you know, Happy Mother's Day and everyone with their moms, and I'm like always oh, just the depression gets to me. I just get like just really sad, like without her mm-hmm. spending time with her, celebrating her being with her and seeing all my friends you know celebrating mother's day and what i have with no one without my mom i usually just get away disconnect get away no distraction everything and i gotta say i go back and i always go do iron mountain that's why it's it's a kind of it's a really special mountain to me because the time when my mom passed away in 2016 um i was just devastated just just watching her in her deathbed, you know, slowly dying in the hospital, and was she a hiker by any chance? No, nothing. No, my okay. none of my none of my family and none of my families are not hikers. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's very like Mex- Latinos don't really go hiking as much, especially old school Mexicans. They don't really gotcha. hike as much. So I was just, I'm just always been the diff- been always different, doing something different. Mm-hmm. But um, she, and I, you know, when she passed away, just very devastated, heartbroken. I just. At a point that I was, I, like, lost, like, thought of attempted suicide that, that, that year because I just felt like 
the loneliest, the darkest moment of my life, the the worst of the worst, like mm -hmm. just losing her, just watching her, like dying, and I can't, we couldn't do nothing, you know, just, so it just really hit me hard, and when I thought about suicide, I just, you know, I just had to, like, escape, just leave away without telling anybody, and I just, just decided just to hike Mount Iron Mountain, because like lay in the night just started like at midnight or one just left just packed my bags and left and hiked out there because that mountain made me makes 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 me makes, makes feel stronger yeah. so i needed that feeling i needed to feel that that pain i wanted to like numb the pain that i have so i wanted just to hike that mountain just to forget everything and just just to do it so you doing iron mountain and making that conscious decision stopped you from committing suicide pretty much yeah yeah, That's it's wild. safe. So it's like, it, I, I, I owe that mountain a lot. I actually, I owe so much that I plan to get hopefully someday a tattoo of that W15, the sign. Mm -hmm. So it's going it to be special to me. Um, I want to hit, uh, fit, I want to hit 15, uh, 59 summits. Right now I'm at 31 summit. The reason I want to hit 59 because my mom passed away at the age 59. Gotcha. So I want to hit that number. You're gonna reach it. Oh man. yeah, I reach. I have so I have plenty of time. So once I hit that mountain, I'm gonna get a, a tattoo. Uh, one of my calves so I'm thinking that so so when I attempted that mountain I made it to the summit and just in time for the sunrise watching alone out there just crying just crying like a baby and just weeping just emotional just praying for my mom telling her that I loved her that I miss her so much that I promise I'll make her proud <laughs> that I'm gonna you know be a better person show her the what I'm capable of like yeah. I make her more happier I, I know she's more i know she's proud of me but i feel like i can do more in life mm -hmm. and make her proud so when i did iron mountain watching the sunrise um it was a spiritual spiritual very beautiful experience just it's like i'm here i'm still here i'm so. here alive it made me realize how life is beautiful life is so precious life is unpredictable you gotta appreciate it every day you gotta just tell your parents that you love them because you never know when they're gone you know they're gone it's just it's a it's the worst feeling in the world. Nothing worse than having your first breakup or anything like that. Losing your parents, it's a uh, feels like some. It feels like someone stabbed you in the heart. You take off the, you take it off. You have that pain in your in your in your body, this aching pain, that that's in with you, in with you for a long time. And you want to numb the pain. You want to numb it. So. For me specifically, why I do these kind of hardcore challenges is not to be a badass or just to be like bragging, like I did this mountain, I'm doing all these crazy hikes. Yes. For me, it's just to, I guess, just to numb the pain, just to, you know, to feel stronger again. Mm. That's what it is for me. I, I do these challenges. I, in my own world, I, in my own world, crazy world, I, get, I guess you can say, mm -hmm. uh, it helps me. It's very therapeutic to to push myself. Well, thank God you turned to the outdoors in the mountains specifically yeah. because, you know, when something so tragic like that happens, and obviously you can spiral down to oh, different substances and getting caught up in certain things. You and know? I have my, a lot of people that I've read, people who lost their some family members, a lot of people don't have some kind of like some kind of therapeutic way you know they go turn go into drugs bad drugs or alcohol drinking and something bad mm -hmm. suicide attempts and stuff like that and it's like um it can be it, it's a it's a real thing it's hard for some people to to go through 
And luckily, the mountains saved me. Without the mountains, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> I probably would have been talk. like... yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Like, life has been quite the roller coaster for you. Like, yeah. Really rough, especially with the passing of your mom, the passing of Nemo, your climbing partner. And I know there's a few other individuals as well. Yeah, and that... I was just uh, put in something. Like, that year, too. That same year, my mom passed away. That same year... Two of the two hiking friends that I just mentioned earlier, Michael and Lisa, they passed, passed that same year. So it was that 2016 was the worst year for all the hiking community. Wow. Like my mom passed away in September. My my friend Michael passed away in October, Mount Whitney. And then Lisa passed away in November that same year. So it was one of the other. So I was just like, uh, it was devastating. Like, me losing my mom, and then it's like I deacted on my social media, and then when I heard about that, I I came back with social media to see if it was, you know, to confirm, and it was just devastating. Um, losing two friends and your mom, it's just like I couldn't take it. So I took a long break with social media. You actually need to take a break. Everyone needs to take a break from social media sometimes. Crucial, crucial, because just to disconnect, because uh, you need some time to yourself. So it's crazy how it just like. When all those passings happens and deaths, it's, it's like an avalanche. It's like, one's already enough. Like, why the next month and then the following month? It's just, that's when it's just like, you feel like life is cruel, but then you got to pick yourself back up yeah. at some point. And I got to give some, got to give a lot of credit to some, some friend of mine. You know, you'll realize who your true friends are on doing your worst, darkest moments, who are going to be, be there for you, who are going to support you, who are going to, you know, support you and be there for you during your hard times because because i had some unfortunately some friends that thought were my close friends weren't there for me some family members mm -hmm. never reach out to me just kind of like just whatever. You, just whatever and some friends who thought they were going to be there never kind of reach out to me mm -hmm. the ones who you least expected who are going to be there you know you never thought your other friends they're your true friends who are going to always support you and another one i gotta give credit to is my my ex-girlfriend at the time, she was also very supportive because, yeah. you know, we were dating at the time and she actually was very there. She was there for me, making me feel the comfort, making me feel that everything's going to be OK. So um, so that's how you climbed out of this hole. It was yeah. uh, the mountains, support, support from, from friends, certain friends, friends and individuals, individuals. Yes. Any other tools or anything else that also helped you climb out of this hole? My holes, uh, got to say, besides hiking mountains, um, Music, music, <laughs> music, music, music. I love music, music, just like a little escape as well. What kind of music? <laughs> I listen to, uh, besides Linkin Park, I mean, I love listening to like, I'm a, I'm a metalhead. So I listen to okay, like, gotcha. uh, Metallica and Iron Maiden, just uh, Pantera, all these hardcore mm -hmm, bands. So mm -hmm. it like, just gives me like wild up. Yeah. So it helps me a lot. To the people tuning in and anyone who is currently battling depression, like, do you have any words for them you want to share? I would say everyone goes everyone goes through depression in their life. Um, nobody's alone. Everyone has to find somebody to talk to, a friend, a family member, and express yourself, you know, your feelings. Because I guess we have a stigma as a man that we have to be like a yes. strong, macho man. Like we can't, is the term, Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. We're not supposed to show any emotions. We have to be like just tough persons. Uh, no crying. Boys don't boys don't cry like that. And I think that's just a bad stigma that we have. We 
have emotions, we have feelings, we want to let it out. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let it out, to express yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important for that because um, if you hold it in, it's like uh, it's worth feeling. You can't like, you feel like, yeah, man. you can't like, you can't like, you're like, stuck in the past. You got to like just release it. So I've been, I've had a hard time doing that, but it's, it's been helping me. It's been helping me a lot, you know, just to kind of like talk about it more now. Like, first time you're listening to my stories people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the podcast hearing my story it feels it feels good talking about it my yeah. my experience you know so it's like no one's alone we're all going through some tough battles in our lives um some people are are, are really good at putting a poker face mm -hmm. saying that they're okay but they're not really are you know so true yeah um we have to kind of like making sure reach out to your friends tell them hey how are you doing you know just random text messages are you good um Let's go for a hike. You know, I always tell my friends that I haven't reached out to, like, hey, you want to go a small hike? And most of them are happy. They just want to yeah. get out of there. So it's one of the rights, yeah. Yeah, the act of you just talking about it and being open, I feel just that action alone is healing. Oh, yeah, and I feel good. Therapeutic. Therapeutic, yeah. And I think this this is like a therapeutic session for me, <laughs> just talking about it with you. So it feels good. So yeah. I feel happy. So thank and you. And this is, like, why I love, um, you know, hosting this show and podcast like it's not only just about hardcore hiker things it's about no. real life yeah. and life lessons and how the mountains can help heal us can help improve our mental health because i know the mountains play such a crucial role for you oh, yeah. in regards to both of them like you mentioned like it helps you numb the pain when it feels too much but also at the same time it builds you up builds you up to a point where you can live life again to yeah. the fullest i feel for yourself oh right? yeah it builds me up it builds me stronger mentally physically um, that's why I always kind of just say like what's the next challenge I can do what's my next potential what am I capable of and then when I just do it you know I'm just I'm impressed I'm happy proud of myself um, healing I can feel the the spiritual the presence of my mom mm -hmm. my friends that passed away you know it, it's a I, I can hear the voices yeah. it's weird so and my mom's always with me because I always carry like a my necklace. I carry a necklace urn. So there's what is a piece. That? It's a necklace urn. It's a it's a hummingbird because oh, she wow. loves hummingbird. And there's a, it's a piece. She has a it's a small piece of ash in her. There's ash in here. So I carry with her. I carry, she's always with me. So it's a. It's so beautiful. Man. So um, um, so always in my heart. So it's always. I think I saw that on the on the picture. Yeah, it's the, pinned, yeah. right? It's a pin. I, I pinned that's it there because right. that's a. That's the necklace urn, uh, uh, the small piece of ash. I, I carry with her, carry it there, and it's uh, special to me. So, yeah. Dude, she has the most epic, epic son. <laughs> she always tells me I've been like, you always been like, she knew I was always been like the different one, the crazy one. I knew I was something special. Mm -hmm. She was knew I was special. I was something special I was going to do in life. So I feel like. Man. God bless your mom. Thank you. Rest in power. That's God power. bless Nemo. Rest in power. And that was, that was a lot, man. Thank you. Thank you for being yeah. open and transparent, sharing, yeah. you know, what you've been going through and how you cope with it using Mother Nature, using these epic routes and mountains. Like, the mountains are such a great place to heal. Oh, yeah. the best. It's the best therapeutic. Not only, like, it's not, to me, it's not just 
just doing the 52 hike challenge anymore like you know once a week it's a part of my life now i don't i don't hike just once a week i hike at least three or four times a week not just big hikes. need to do it yeah, yeah i need to do it like i'll just do small little trail runs or little hikes uh and the days i have a free a whole day a free mm -hmm. day a whole day i'll just do a big suffer fest hike in this like, <laughs> same way i like to call it suffer fest hikes and i just i got i love them. you love your suffer fest i love them it's just, it's just for sure yeah so yeah so it's part of life for me all right man let's switch it up a bit because i okay. know we've been talking about some pretty pretty heavy stuff mm -hmm. but uh some stuff that is uh i know you wanted to chat about thank you um so right now i want to reminisce about our epic mount baldy experience together and before we jump into that could you just educate the listeners on you know how mount baldy is just a different beast in the winter time ah uh, okay so there's two different kinds of conditions that, you know, for Mount Baldy. Usually, like, the summer, it's dry. Mm -hmm. People, most people, a lot of hikers hike it during the summertime because there's no snow. Exactly. It's like the weather's perfect. Uh, it's not so windy. There's no rain or something. You know, it's just, just a hot day, but it's easy to easy to hike the mountain. Anybody can do it. Not technical. Not technical. Yeah. The trail's easy to follow. You can get, you can get, real, you can get lost. Unless you're just like on your phone, you just kind of get careless, you can go off chill. But most of the time you find somebody hiking that mountain. So it's fairly easy during the, the, the summertime. But during the winter time, it's a whole different mountain. It's a beast. Like, a whole other it's, it's like people like underestimate it because like they say, oh, I've done Mount Winnie, you know, I've done it already. But without snow, but they think, oh, I can do it too. But it's a whole different level of a beast. Um, you got to really respect that mountain as well because mm -hmm. there's there have been people who have died that mountain during the snow many right yeah Two, many right like a good yeah. amount yeah Man, i've heard his i heard your podcast with justin just you know rock hunter like his friend that he did a uh, barricade that story i was just like i didn't know that he, nightmare yeah i didn't know that he was in the hike with them that with that time i didn't know that was he was part of the hike i was surprised that he you know what happened yeah, to that was his friend that's probably one of the craziest stories i heard yeah. the podcast exactly i was like i was like whoa that's crazy um unfortunately like when you know he, that hiker passed away the search and rescue that went to search him has passed, passed away as a way um also that year 2000 uh, 2017 i believe you know more people were getting into hiking it was getting more popular at that time um people have uh, i've heard people died of the backbone trail falling off that area it's a very sketchy Fear drop off on each drop off i've heard um people who've done everest who summit Everest done mount baldy have died doing yeah what? i've heard stories yeah i didn't know that person but i just read from articles from people in you know the Holy hiking community back in the days like this this hiker he was he did everest badass hiker but i guess you know being you know just underestimate the mountain oh i you know baldy you know I, you know he was experienced hiker a bit complacent maybe a yeah, bit just yeah, yeah. and uh, from what i heard he just the, it was icy the area where the backbone trail was he just he just slipped and then he catch himself and he fell down and he died doing um mount and also for the best of us too yeah the best the best best the strongest can can something happen you can just be like careless just under it's not i done it but you gotta just be careful the under it's um even another just one more guy i gotta mention his name's sam kim he's an og um hiker mm -hmm. he's like um He's like the Ranger Dan. Have you heard of Ranger Dan? He's I like, just saw him over the weekend yeah. for his 1500th yeah. summit. I was, I was there to witness it. I got like a bit teary eyed. You know, it's like this is such a moment. Yes, for him. Yeah. So it's like there's another. He's like he's just it's like Sam Kim. Yeah, okay. it's like him. He's been trying to attempt. He's been trying to do uh, Mount Baldy for uh, a thousand summit, 
he was at his 700 summit. Um, but uh, he's an OG hiker. But unfortunately, yeah. he passed away in Mount Baldy as well. I met him. There was a video of him on my Instagram that I took a video with him. Was like, I was surprised, but his name was Sam Kim. And he, um, he passed away during the winter snowstorm. He went and did it, and he, fortunately, he fell. And um, so um, just just to show you, like, even hikers who've done Mount Baldy over 500,000 500 or 1,000 times, doesn't matter. You know, you can't underestimate it. Don't be like bragging about it like you know i did you know respect the mountain just be blessed and thankful mm -hmm. that you make it to the summit so in the mountaineering when we did it you know i wanted to make sure that yes, you're yes. that you're about to say you know that. you're like making sure that you have your right the gears the crampons the micro spikes your ice axe all the winter gear the, your jackets um the, i gotta the say this real quick <laughs> Getting all that gear, I got it as a rental, oh, yeah. was its own adventure before I even saw you. Like, I typically, so I rented all the gear from REI, but I had to drive all the way to Tustin. Tustin. I live in West LA, like Culver City area. Yeah. And obviously, I searched the REIs that were around me first. They either didn't have rentals or they didn't have any of the mountaineering gear. So I was like freaking out, like, oh, shoot, like, this hike is in like two days. <laughs> I was Dude. like, yo, I can't find the gear anywhere. And I finally was like, wow, if this Tustin location has it, I'm going to have to drive an hour away. Just, you know. So that's what I had to do. I drove an hour away. I got the ice axe. I got the crampons. I got the helmet. I got the mountaineering boots and whatever things I needed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I must be really committed to doing this. And this must be a dream of mine because this is a lot of work right now. It's a whole different like. Uh, it's a different like a whole different hobby another like another gears you have to buy it's a whole different thing <laughs> different thing besides hiking it's just a whole different thing you need to buy to be prepared to have the right equipment um and when i told you to bring you you know you brought everything all the essentials mm -hmm. for mountaineering gear and then um I was like, i'm just gonna rent all the good equipment i'm not gonna go on amazon and try to bootleg it and i was like this is my life at stake oh yeah you know well, when I, mean? I first got into mountaineering and all that i got bootlegged uh mountaineering equipments uh, my cramp i bought crampons from ebay and they were just cheap crampons and mm. they, they broke that first day so it's very it's very essential key that you have to buy really good quality mountaineering gears i just think of it as an investment for yeah. long terms it's, it's your life it's gonna save you so um when you you know it was cool that you brought your gear and we brought will with us yes <laughs> of course we got to mention that it was cisco myself and will the founder of we explore earth that went on this mountaineering expedition and it happened at the top of the year um it was january 7th 2022 and what i want to reminisce with you about is you know i expressed that this was a dream of mine to do like i've done baldy you know i think prior to that 14 times mm -hmm. But I've always saw the content and all my fellow friends, such as yourself and other hikers in the community, scale the baldy bowl, you know, with the ice axe in hand, crampons. And I was just like, wow, we can, we can experience true mountaineering in Southern California. And I remember you expressed to me like prior to then, like, yo, I'll bring you up there. Yeah. I'll be your God. I'll make it happen. And I had finally taken you seriously. And you did that for myself, man. So I got to ask you, like, from that day, like, how was it from your perspective, like guiding me up and also Will for my first winter ascent of Mount Baldy via the Mountaineers route? I think. How did, did I do? <laughs> you think, I think personally, me, you did amazing. You did a great job. Um, you're, I can see in your eyes that you're determined to do mm. this to get to the top. You're, you're focused and ready to do this, no matter what. Um, and I was here to support you, to guide you, 
um, when we got to the, you know, to the skija, you know, we were going to get ready to put our, 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 you know, our gears ready yes. and everything. I was going to sh just show you to do the self-arrest just to practice multiple times just in exactly, case yeah. um, something happens for the worst and just, you know, just keep practicing, practicing. And I'm, I'm glad that you did your own research. You're watching YouTube. You told me that you watch YouTube oh, yeah, videos. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did tell you You watch yeah. YouTube videos. So you're like already had a, a mind to and a mind, you know, an idea of what to do, what to expect. Getting in the zone. In the zone, yeah. And then all we just had to just do, you know, just keep, just practice, you know, just, you know, sliding down and self-arrest, keep doing it, self-arrest, mm -hmm. worst case scenarios. But, um, and this, and, and putting the crampons, making sure, you know, showing you the right, you know, putting, tying everything. Oh, you think, that was very complicated, by the way. Thank you for teaching yeah. how to tighten yeah, everything. Yeah, some people, like, it's, it happens to me when you're first learning to put yeah. the crampon, it can be a little, like, just tying it, and it can come off sometimes, and I have some past experience, like, oh, shit, like, crampons filling loose, is coming off, and, like, so, it's, you know, we're all, we're all here to learn. Everyone, no one's, no one knows something, you know, you gotta learn something, and you just kind of practice for it, and then, like, and that's how I showed you, and then we, um, and then we were ready to go, you know, go up the, the easiest route up there to the shoot. Um, and it was a good time. We got a good alpine start, too. We hiked it all night, you know. And then once we got to the to the ski hub, we watched the, sun, the sunrise. Um, and then as we were approaching to the, you know, the shoot up, you know, I can see Will. And you, and you were just all excited, like, you know. <sighs> 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 One step at a time. Living like, love and life. But living life is like one step at a time. Just keep going. I just tell him, just take one step. Just and I just tell you, just follow my track because there isn't track. There wasn't much track, so I had to like. I'll just follow you, man. Just following me. Just like just follow me. Just keep going, keep going. And I'm just like navigating. Okay, I gotta just make sure this is the the easiest route because there's some more technical routes on the far left side. Uh, Was which, that the easiest route? It felt like a pretty. Decent route. At yeah, that point. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. a decent route. Just a first timer. I mean, you oh, gotta, I see. Okay. yeah, it was like you know, a little sketchy. You know, that last shoot up. You know, I was, you know, I was going. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is real. Right <laughs> yeah, it's a real shoot right here. Yeah, the real shoot. That section. Uh, we were going. You know, we were catching up. Those two hikers yep, up yep, there. Yep. Those two. They were just. They were just like. They were slowing down. There was. You know, we caught up to them, and you did great because you know you, you caught up to those two hikers. So you know we oh, did yeah, a good pace. That's wild, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was actually uh, his name is David Muffin Man. Oh, that's the him. Muffin Man. That's him. Yeah, that's crazy. That's him, yeah, David. I totally know who you're David Muffin Muffinier, the beer guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was him, and totally. And then some other girl. I forgot her name, but we ran. We met him over the top. But but uh, uh, as you were making it up your way to that shoot up that section, I remember taking that video, and it was like you got this, Jesse. It kept keep going, go going, and then you made it. You keep going like, <laughs> like <laughs> huffing and puffing, huffing and puffing, nothing stopping me. And then we we made it. We rested. We took our time. We just ate something, and then now we're gonna get ready to go to up to the the, the summit, to the summit. And oh my then, god, that section from when we took a break to go to the summit, I was like, dear god, this feels like forever. It, and it does. It does. I, I, mountaineering it takes it takes way longer, twice as long as hiking the mountain. Very true. Takes, so that's why you. That's why they say. That's why they say you have to start like an alpine start. Start early, the better. Like midnight, mm -hmm. one a.m. The earlier, the better. So you can just catch the sunrise at a certain section, and you got plenty of time to make it to the summit. So as we made it to the summit, I remember just you're just like just going, going. You're just happy, like just cheering you on, like you got this, Justin. Come on, you got. It. And then you made it, and you're just like, you're just like. <laughs> I fell on top of the plaque. Oh, plaque, and I was like, oh, oh wait, we couldn't even see the plaque. 
Oh no, you just fell down. That's right. Yeah, and then we're and then I as you're like you're because I told him this. It's right here. This mm -hmm. is the area because you know there's that big that pole sign. You know, that has like the the uh, the uh, which uh, trails there is. Exactly. So and I so it has to be around here. But we made it. But then as we were like. We made it, and then I was just trying to dig through and just like trying to find. And then we found it, and I was like, "Oh, there's, there's a, the summit right there." That's how crazy this mountaineering day was. The plaque was covered. We couldn't. Find we it. couldn't find it. Yeah, so we couldn't find it. And I remember just we were just, you know, just like just digging and digging and everything. And I remember at the summit, I I I, I had a leg cramp. Remember, I cracked my leg. That's right. I cut my leg and I was like, oh, I was like, we can't lose our leader. We can't lose I, our fearless from leader. All the, from all the hikes, I, I rarely, I don't really, don't, I really don't get much cramps anymore in my legs. I usually, like, oh I, I usually hydrate myself more or I take um, salt pills or electrolytes or anything. But I guess that day I just didn't take, I, I forgot mm. it. And I cramped my leg because I, I guess I bent down and just cramped. I'm like, oh shit. And then I just lay back, like, went back down and just lay down. He's like, Cisco, you okay? No, I, I cramped my leg really bad. And I was like, and I was, I, there's a picture that you took, like, just me laying down. Like, like, I'm just trying to. That was to, like, ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, he can't go out like this. No. We're going to get you off the I know. I was like, like, liquid uh, IV. Here's some water. Yeah. I was like, let me, yeah, I, give me, I was like, give me like 10 minutes. And he just like, I'm just like, lay down. I was like, okay. And I was like, uh, I was like, oh. Yeah. I, I, leg cramps are the worst. Happens for the best of <laughs> It was funny. So I, 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 you know, I got to say, you know, even like the, you know, even the stronger hiker, something can happen. So don't think I'm like, you know, always. Uh, Cisco never like hurts himself or anything. Sure. Like I, I've had some bad like close calls, like almost rolled ankles, cramp, leg cramps, or just like so. It's just like it was just funny that like, it happened to me, but um, it was an amazing experience. And then we got to share with uh with Will too. You know he's a badass as well. I mean he's a such a tres, cool. Tres amigos. <laughs> Los tres amigos, yeah, the tres amigos. So shout outs, Will. Shout out, Much love to your brother for your shout support out. as well. So yeah, so that was a good time. So I'm happy that you did it, um, and we just um, let me know when this winter season will, you know, I'll take you again. You know, I'm more than happy to take you. Let me know. Oh, I need more training for sure. More training. We'll, you know, I'll help you train for, you know, to do that one again, Mount Baldy, and I know that you want to do Iron Iron to Baldy. So I'm here for you too. That's right. the that's the one I've been avoiding. I know Iron mm. Mountain to Mount Baldy, aka the San Antonio Ridge Traverse. It'll happen. I'm just really sketched out by down scrambling. But from the bottom of my heart, Cisco, like, thank you for guiding me to the summit of, to the summit of Mount Baldy uh, via the Baldy Bowl. Like, yeah. as, a, as a mountaineer winter ascent. Like, I'm never going to forget that day. And I like that. Life. It's a special feeling because just like we talked about earlier, like, helping someone, you know, for their first mm -hmm. time doing something they want to do. I like, it's a good feeling because you're watching them doing it. It's like... I remember doing that my first time, so I know exactly the feeling that that you're going through, mm -hmm. like Simon, the the joy, just making it to the summit, how you felt, you know, and it's a special feeling. Like you, I'm gonna cher I'm cherish forever. So I I like that. I like helping people. I feel as like hiking community, or any community, I think we should all help each other. We should bring out the best of each other. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be like oh like. Be like a hater, you know, like, you know, oh, you did this, you know, I'm not going to show you this mountain, I'm not going to help you this, because mm. from my personal experience, when I first started hiking, I seen some other badass hikers, you know, like, I'll reach out to them, hey, man, like, you know, oh, that's awesome, you did this, can I, you know, can I join you, and like, and most of them kind of brush me off, they never want to help me out, like, and it kind of sucks, you know, because it's like, wonder why, but then, like, you know, I guess I realized people have their own little like groups of friends clicks and that sure helping out but and to me like i like to help anyone like i like to meet new friends and just you know show them show them the mountain you know what they're capable of you know i've taken 
so many friends doing Iron Mountain for their first time. That's why I have so many summits. Now it makes sense to yeah. me after you told me also why it means so much. Yeah, to it's because like when I tell them, like when they say they want to take a hike, the first thing I tell them, I think of this Iron Mountain, like like let's do this one. And then most of them are intimidated, but don't worry, I we I make sure they yeah. take care of them. So, so yeah, you go and see what you're made of. Yeah, on Iron Day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I can't wait to ask you this next question since you just have so many countless adventures I've, in the so mountains. Many. Too many. <laughs> so, if there was one hiking or outdoor experience you could relive all over again, what would that be for you, Cisco? And take a moment if you need to. I would have to say... One hmm. hiking or one outdoor adventure. Uh, so many, so many, but I think for me, I would go back doing, I have to say Iron Mountain again. I mean, the first, Iron Mountain, yeah, really? Iron Mountain. But a particular, like, day of Iron Mountain? I think for me, I think the second year, the second year of my mom passing, it was a lot better, the healing, just doing Iron Mountain on Mother's Day. Like, I just feel like more like that, that, that weekend when I did it, I just felt like, um, more healing, more comfort, more therapeutic. I feel like uh, that she's always with me. So I just, to me, the, sec the second year of my mom passing, going Mother's Day weekend, Iron Mountain alone, and disconnecting, like t uh, deactivating my social media. It helps a lot just to d disconnect. Yeah, cleanse Yeah, cleanse all that. Just kind of like, okay, <clears throat> Mother's Day is coming up. It's time to uh, kind of celebrate her in a special way so wow. and i think that's a very healing and it was a lot a lot better you know like i wasn't very so much depressed but i just felt like uh like the comfort i feel at home iron mountain feels at home to me <laughs> so yeah that's one of my special ones for me and that's beautiful man that for you to mention that a day that you want to relive is just you yeah honoring your mom yeah on mother's day it's Mother's day on so a crazy mountain, iron mountain. Uh, on a crazy mountain yeah so Oof. that would be it, yeah for that one relive so I got to say that one. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. All right. So guess what? what? It's time for the rapid fire question section. Okay. <laughs> and so the way it works, round one is outdoor focused, and then round two is personal. Okay. So you ready? Yes. You ready, rock steady? Ready, rock steady. <laughs> I have to say it. That's how we do it on the Just Drink right. Podcast. <laughs> hey, hello. Hola. I'm going to start this. All right. Let's get into it. Favorite trail snack? Uh, double stuff Oreo cookies. Trail runners or hiking boots? Trail runners. Desert or deserted island? Uh, desert. Waterfalls or lakes? Lakes. Rock scrambling or surfing loose scree? Uh, rock scrambling. Favorite summit meal? Favorite summit meal, I would say uh, a protein bar. Hardest hike you've done? The hardest hike I've done t till this day? Till this date. Uh... The Lone Pine to Whitney to Lone Pine. Yeah. You made me take off my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that one. That's so far, by far right now. Oh, till this day, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take off my sunglasses. Yeah, that <laughs> still like, um, yeah. yeah, that was brutal. All right. Dawn or dusk? Dusk. Mountain lions or grizzly bears? Grizzly bears. Taco Tuesday or Waterfall Wednesday? Uh, Waterfall Wednesdays. Santa Monica Mountains or San Gabriel Mountains? San Gabriel Mountains. San Gabriel Mountains or Eastern Sierras? <laughs> Eastern Sierras. <laughs> Music artists you want to hike with? 
Ah, uh, I gotta say the singer from Lincoln Park, Chester. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Man. Um, definitely him. I would recommend him. National park you want to visit the most that you have not already? Yellowstone National Park. Is that the one in Montana? Montana, yeah, north, yeah. Favorite outdoor brand? Could be local. Uh, for for local, um, I would gotta have to say uh, Traverse uh, RJ. Yes. Shout out to, to, to say we're in the shorts. Yeah, shorts. Shout out Traverse Outdoors. Shout RJ out to RJ. Oh, an OG from from online, a friend of mine, and then from like big brands of hiking brand. Uh, I gotta say in the North Face. No North Face. That's and my North Face is just like classic, timeless. Yeah, classic. Yeah, it's the best best one for me. And one word, how does hiking make you feel? Alive. What's your ideal outside temperature? Temperature 41. 41 degrees. 41? Yeah, 41. I I don't like what, the heat. Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit, yeah, 40, yeah. I like the cold. I love the cold weather. I'm not a big fan of the heat. So when it's like cold season, I love that kind of because it's the perfect temperature because it's like the 41 degree is like the food temperature. You have to keep your food cold and it, it feels perfect to me. 40 degrees, 40, 41. So I should say 40. I have never got that answer on the Joe's Trek podcast. <laughs> I just I just hate I just don't like the, the heat drains me. I have no energy when it's winter. I I can I feel stronger. I just love the cold. You Wearing drive in the cold. Drive, yeah, I like wearing jackets and just wearing you know going out in the cold so 41 degree because i've experienced negative degree cold weathers so you're loving it so i just love it so it's <laughs> like i yeah it's a good weather for all me. right <laughs> well that concludes the uh the outdoor section of round one and then we'll jump into round two but first let's cheers oh, real cheers. quick we're making it to the end salud cheers salud All right, round two. You ready? Yes. You ready, rock steady? Ready, rock steady. He said it. <laughs> now we're actually ready. Let's do it. Favorite comfort food? Uh, my, mom, my mom used to make um, uh, crema de lote, which is called oh, nice. uh, 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 cream of corn, Mexican style. Um, uh, so that's crema de So that was my comfort. Favorite, uh, favorite cartoon show growing up? Uh, the 90s cartoon was Batman, the animated series. And yeah, Batman. Oh, what a throwback. Yeah. Favorite emoji? Uh, I would say the, I like the, the, the devil horns, the, the hand. The devil horns? Yeah, yeah, like the, this one. Oh, that's such the rocker, the rocker metal person. Yeah, metal person, yeah. I like that, I like that. What's one of your hidden talents? Uh, I'm actually, one of my bucket lists trying to learn a new language, Japanese. So, Japanese, So okay. I, I know Japanese, the basics I can get through, so. Have you been to Japan? Okinawa. I've been to only oh, Okinawa, but oh. I want to climb the highest mountain in Japan. So, J okay, okay. Japan. App you're currently using the most besides Instagram? Uh, I gotta say Strava. Strava is my number one app. Makes yeah, sense. Strava. I love Strava. Favorite superhero? Batman. If you could be any animal, what would you be? I would be, I would be the tiger, because um, my Chinese horoscope. I have a tattoo actually here. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the um the tiger the ear of the, uh, the ear of the tiger so I would say uh, that's really dope. so yeah so it represents the the fire tiger with the flame so I would say a tiger for me. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? The nineties. I missed my my childhood. Missed the good old days. Yeah. Simple days. It's just you know having fun as a kid. No cell phones. Just going outside playing with your friends. 
being a neighborhood kid. Being a neighborhood, yep. Neighborhood, yeah, kid drinking water from the from the hose. <laughs> coming back, coming back late, like when the light comes out, like in yes. like you know uh, the, the street lights at 10, 9 p.m. Good simple times, you know. Yeah, we're the same generation. We're the same generation, yeah. We're same, yeah. Same totally generation. know exactly what you're talking yeah, so about. So I miss the good old days. <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. Three words. I would say, loco, which means crazy. I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised. It's not going to be like, I don't know what that means. So local, and then right. second, um, I would say uh, strong. And third, emotional. Yeah. Local, strong, and emotional. There you go. Yeah. And here's the final question of the rapid fire question section. Okay. Favorite sound? Actually, the, the water. I like the water stream, the waterfall streaming. Just like... Um, the background you can hear over there, the water, the streaming water. I like that sound. Like when I'm hiking the mountains and I hear the water, it makes me happy because I know I can refill water. It's like a lifesaver. Oh, it's a lifesaver. Like, oh, like when I feel like I'm running out of water and I hear the water streaming, I like that sound. Yeah, it's like that sign of, oh, I'm going to be okay. Yes. Like it's like this comforting. Exactly. Sound. Everything's going to be okay. So it's saving multiple times and having a water filter. So that's I like that sound. Beautiful. Comforting, comforting. Very comfort. Well, that concludes the rapid fire question section, and now we're pretty much at the end of the episode. And man, what what an epic conversation, man! <laughs> For the first time, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, letting me you know express myself for the viewers and everything. Uh, so thank you so much, Justin. Yeah. Salamat, salamat. Thank you. Oh, you already know what's thank up. You. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. So before we conclude it all, you know, I always turn the spotlight back to the guest. Is there any final words or thoughts that you want to share with the Just Trek listeners out there? It could be about the outdoors. It also doesn't have to be. Whatever uh, you want your final thought to be. Yeah, a, few, a few shout outs to some, some friends, some okay. OGs. Got to give a shout out to uh, uh, two OG friends of mine, SD Hiker Jason and Daisy, Elements of Daisy. Two OG hikers of, you know, we first hiked it, started hiking. They're still Elements hiking to this Daisy. day. Much love to her. Much love to them. Very thank you so much for them being so true friends of mine being there for me hiking together so many great memories with both of them everyone i want to say thank you to to diana hiking hiking the adventures she's been a very good friend of mine now being there supportive um everyone that i hiked with from the past the og hikers who have come and left come and go went on like that i hiked with till now everyone i thank everyone who i've hiked with um, I had a great experience, um, memories, um, wonderful memories with everyone. Um, just got to say, just enjoy life, you know, live life to the fullest. Don't do it for the gram, you know, do it for yourself. Don't do it for the likes, do it for the hikes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like wow. Say, yeah? I never heard that. Yeah. Say just, that one more time. Don't do it for the, for the likes, do it for the hikes, you know, do it for yourself. Don't get at the attention um just have fun don't compete with anybody you know just um let's let's all be like helping and supportive of, of each other you know bring out the best um so i thank everyone and just keep at it and just um keep pushing everyone enjoy life so cisco hiker fighter behind the sherpa <laughs> behind the sherpa <laughs> just trek podcast elevation is our recreation and we are out Peace. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Ba ba ba.
Thank you, gracias and salamat for tuning in to the entire episode. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are streaming on all the major platforms. If you want to send me a message, email justtrekofficial at gmail.com or slide in my DMs on Instagram at just.trek or on my personal at justrock, J-U-S-T-R-O-C. If you would like to support my creative endeavors, check out the merch store on justtrek.net slash shop. For more outdoor inspiration, make sure to check out our website. We have blogs, vlogs, and trip reports. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a wonderful day. And please remember to just keep on trekking.